Welcome to the Confidence in You podcast, designed to help you build confidence and create positive, lasting change in your life. And here's your host, Helen Luxford. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining me again today. I appreciate you taking the time to spend a few minutes working on your self-esteem and confidence. Today, I want to talk a little bit about emotional fitness. Quite often in life, we look at our physical appearance and our physical fitness, and we do things to improve our physical appearance and our physical fitness. We might go walking or exercise or go to Pilates or do strength training or get a haircut or you know, paint our nails, buy new clothes, for physical appearance, working on our physical fitness, our physical appearance, making ourselves feel better by looking better on the outside. And that's great. They're all really valid things. But all too often, and especially the last few years in a COVID environment, in a pandemic where things have happened that have never happened in our lifetime before and we're not quite sure how to respond to these things. Have we looked at our emotional fitness? Probably not. And what does that even mean, like our emotional fitness? What does it mean for us to have emotional fitness? So today I want to have a little think about what do we do to help ourselves or to build our strength and our emotional fitness. So what do we do to build our emotional fitness? Do we, is it even on our radar? Do we even think about it? And what does emotional fitness really mean? It could be linked to resilience, but it's just like a physical fitness. We need to start somewhere. We need to have a baseline start. And then we need to make a conscious effort to improve, to work on it, to get better at whatever it is we're doing physically. And it might be going to the gym, it might be running, it might be lifting weights, it might be learning a new sport, uh, learning golf or badminton or tennis or whatever it might be. We need a baseline start. And then in order to improve in that area, just like any skill, we need to practice and we need to hone our skills in that area and slowly improve our capability and just chip away at it a little bit at a time. And when we do that physically, we tell people about it and we celebrate the fact that we're getting better. I'll give an example. Many years ago, I decided I wanted to learn to play golf. I thought it would be easy. I went down to the golf driving range. I got a bucket of balls and I tried to hit the ball and I couldn't hit it. So then I took lessons and the first few lessons I was dreadful. I was lucky to even make contact with the golf club and the ball. And then slowly but surely I had an instructor, I listened to what they said, I kept practicing in between lessons each week, I would go and I would practice and I was focused on improving in that skill, improving in that area and learning how to hit a golf ball. So one day I could play a round of golf. And I achieved that goal. I'm not a very good golfer, but I enjoy playing and I can hit the ball. So with our emotional fitness, do we approach that in the same way? 
And I would challenge you to say, no, we don't as a society, normally we don't approach it in the same way. And if we do decide that we want to exercise our emotional fitness and to improve our emotional fitness, quite often we do it individually, quietly, by ourselves. We don't celebrate, we don't tell other people about it. When I was learning to play golf, I did it with two other ladies that I worked with. But with emotional fitness, we're less likely to do that. Now, sometimes people will celebrate that they want to improve their emotional fitness. They will tell people that they're doing meditation or journaling or breath work or whatever it is that works for them. And I absolutely encourage that. But if you're not one of the people that want to tell people that you're doing it, that's okay as well. You can do it quietly, reservedly, and by yourself. So what I'd like you to think about is, how are you on your emotional fitness? Where would you fit on a scale of zero to 10? If I asked you today to tell me where's your emotional fitness, what number would you give it? And what does that number mean to you? Are you happy with that number? Or would you like to improve it? And if you'd like to improve it, just focus on improving a little bit each day and going from that number to the next number. So if you're a three, go from a three to a four. Rather than going from a three to a 10, just go from a three to a four. And with any goal, just look at what's in front of you and take small steps to get just to the next level, just to that next point on the scale of achieving the ultimate goal of improving a bit more. So if you focus on going from the point that you're at just to the next point, what do you need to do to do that with your emotional fitness? Now, if you're struggling with the pandemic and coping with everything that comes with that, and it could be lockdowns, it could be wearing masks, it could be the uncertainty of sickness or illness, that you might have lost a loved one, whatever it means for you, just stop for a moment and think about how you're feeling in relation to that and where's your emotional fitness. And then I'd ask you and I invite you to go and research and explore what is out there, what's available to you for your emotional fitness journey. Now, if you went to the gym, you could walk in, you could do aerobics, Pilates, you could do the treadmill, you could do the bike, you could lift weights. There's a variety of different options for you in the gym. And the same goes with your emotional fitness. There's a variety of ways to improve your emotional fitness. There's breath work. It is such a powerful thing and easy to learn, easy to access. There's plenty of information available on the internet. There's YouTubes. There's lots of freebies on people's websites. There's plenty of information to access around breath work. There's sound healing. And again, do the research, find some stuff around it, give it a go and see if you relate to the sound healing. Again, a really powerful process. They're all powerful processes in and of themselves. And you just need to find one that resonates and that fits with you. So we've spoken about breath work. We've spoken about sound healing. There's also color therapy. There's also chakra realignment. There's also meditation. There's hypnotherapy. 
there's a variety of tools out there available to you to help you build your emotional fitness. But you just need to open your mind to finding one that resonates. Journaling is a really another really powerful tool and it's really cathartic to get a pen and paper and to just write down your thoughts. If you don't like using a pen and paper, you can use a computer. But again, journaling is another one. So there's a variety of tools that you can tap into and try and give them a go and see which one you resonate with that can help you just gain back a little bit control of your emotional fitness and being able to respond and being able to calm your nervous system down when things get a little bit hectic or you're triggered by something in your environment. So I invite you to research journaling, breath work, meditation, sound healing, colour therapy, chakra realignment and see which one of those resonates with you and then I would ask you to make a habit, a daily habit of just spending five minutes each day. That's all it takes. Five minutes each day on one of those things or more and just build your emotional fitness. Just like going to the gym. You start walking on the treadmill, you go slowly, you keep going and exercising more and you can go faster. You start lifting a light weight, you keep lifting the weights, you add a little bit more and then you can lift heavier weights. You go to a Pilates or an aerobics class and in the beginning it's really difficult and you struggle to keep up, but you keep going and you build your fitness in that area and your emotional fitness is exactly the same. Keep going, build it up, slowly, slowly, five minutes each day, build it into your routine. Build it in at the same time if you can each and every day and get into a habit of that's your five minutes for your emotional fitness workout, your emotional fitness program. The five minutes of the day and then when you get into that habit and you feel how good it feels and you notice how different you feel because you're doing it, build it up to 10 minutes and then maybe 15 and then as many as you want going forward. But build that first five minutes in. Start somewhere. Start with just five minutes a day of one of those emotional fitness techniques. Breath work, sound healing, journaling, colour therapy, meditation, hypnotherapy. The list goes on and on. But find something that you relate to that engages you you want to do and build that five minute habit, that tiny little five minutes each day into your routine and you may find it a little bit challenging at first and you may find that your mind wanders and that's okay, just let it and bring it back to whatever the tool is that you're using and slowly, slowly build your emotional fitness in that area and notice how that flows out, it washes out, the ripple effect that that has in helping you calm down in busy times, in stressful times and allowing you to just come back to self through building that emotional fitness through using one of those techniques. I hope you found today's session helpful. Please share it with family and friends and please follow me on YouTube, Instagram 
and like the podcast so that we can share this with many people. Thank you again for your time. I appreciate you being here. And go forward with love and light, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. And thank you for listening to the Confidence in You podcast. Follow Helen on Instagram, HelenLuxford100, on Facebook, HelenLuxford Coaching and Hypnosis, and on YouTube, HelenLuxford. And access more free resources on Helen's website, www.helenluxford.com. Music, Sunbeam, by purpleplanet.com.